You're listening to the HFO Multifamily Market Watch podcast. Apartment owners who need to know trust HFO, the leading source for multifamily information in Oregon and Washington. Welcome back to HFO's Multifamily Market Watch podcast. It's Monday, August 8th. I'm Mike Pierce, HFO Research Analyst. The big stories from this past week. How will multifamily fare during a recession? How much does it cost to replace a resident? And as the loss of affordable housing grows, how will the U.S. get 4.3 million apartments by 2035? HFO's podcasts are sponsored by the tax deferral accommodator Bueller Exchange Group, serving as a resource to investors, brokers, attorneys, accountants, lenders, and financial planners on the ins and outs of 1031 exchanges. HFO is your leading multifamily real estate firm in Oregon and Washington. Now, on to our news briefing. Slowing construction will most likely keep multifamily supply and demand in balance for some time, despite fears of recession. Even if multifamily demand cools, limited multifamily construction will sustain the sector. Housing substitutes can transfer demand to the sector. Would-be owners of single-family homes are opting to rent instead, as the average property is now nearly 44% more expensive than in 2019. And that in turn is in driving increased demand for multifamily units. It's also being amplified by the rising short-term interest rates and the impact of those increases on mortgage rates. And there are already signs of the market cooling in some of the cities where the prices went up most quickly over the course of the pandemic. Although this may not lead to widespread slashing of housing prices everywhere, housing prices declines are a real possibility over the next few quarters or years, depending on how severe and on how long the next recession will be if there is one. Multifamily rents, on the other hand, are generally slower to respond to rising interest rates and remain more stable. If the substitutability within housing matches the Great Recession strength, then multifamily rents may remain elevated for some time until single-family housing stabilizes. Based on the past few recessions, the effect on multifamily performance may not begin until near or after the recession ends. Low unemployment and a tight labor market are also likely to sustain multifamily demand, which is not the case in the previous recessions, as in 1980s when unemployment topped 9%. But while household balance sheets are generally faring better than in previous downturns, Disposable personal incomes are shrinking. As the multifamily and single-family home affordability crisis intensifies across more and more metros nationwide, this diminishing financial safety net is troubling. Even for multifamily, job losses or affordability issues could force some renters to find roommates or put off that move to single living. Financial regulations may actually turn out to be a blessing for multifamily. Even if Federal Reserve fails to engineer a soft landing this year or next, These rules will most likely prevent the real estate market from sliding into a deep and long recession or suffering large aftershocks. While many single-family markets will likely see small to moderate price declines in the situation, multifamily positive performance should hold up relatively longer. As in previous downturns, overall a mild recessionary environment, we would expect only a moderate vacancy rate increase and rent growth to simply decelerate. A slight and short-lived dip into negative territory towards the end of the recession is possible, but a free fall is very unlikely. How much does it cost to replace a resident? When a resident leaves his or her apartment, it costs $3,976 to replace them, according to a new report from the company Zago, which also found that it takes 17.6 months to recover the cost of losing a tenant. As rents rise, more residents are shopping for new apartments. 82% of renters plan to move out in the next year, according to Zumper's national rent report, In addition, there was a survey done by Apartments.com to 30,000 renters, and that found that 60% of them wanted to move out when their lease expires. As rents have risen, the time for managers to recover the cost of losing a resident fell 1.4 months from 2021 to 2022. Operators may cycle through two or three more residents before managers recover the overturn costs. Average overturn costs include lost rents at approximately $1,600, concessions $1,240, 
Unit repair costs $775 and marketing and advertising at $364. Rapidly rising labor fees are wrapped into those unit repair prices. If the resident stays longer, maintenance isn't needed to turn the unit. Many multifamily owners are starting to realize that minimizing these preventable costs still remain the top reason to focus on resident retention. Apartment developers have to build 4.3 million units across the country over the next dozen years to meet demand. The expected number of U.S. units needed to meet the demand includes an estimated deficit of 600,000 units because of underbuilding during the aftermath of the Great Recession, as well as a decrease in affordable units. The U.S. lost 4.7 million affordable units, which are classified as units that have rent of less than $1,000 per month between 2015 and 2020. This is according to a study commissioned by the National Apartment Association and the National Multifamily Housing Council. The U.S. just simply does not have enough housing. It is time to reverse course after decades of underbuilding and instead pursue responsible and sustainable policies will not only meet this demand, but address the missing middle and loss of affordable housing stock. The findings come as apartment construction is expected to slow this year, with interest rates rising and construction costs remaining high while historic increases in rent growth subside. Apartment construction generally has been rising since the low point in 2010, following the Great Recession that bottomed out at 134,295 units. That was far lower than the dip in 2020 when units under construction stood at about 700,000 in the third quarter. There are now 826,190 units under construction. While the groups exist in part to drum up more demand for their industry, the argument that there is a shortage of affordable apartment units is in line with what housing advocates and elected officials have been saying for some time. CoStar data shows that total apartment inventory stands at nearly 18.4 million units and is expected to grow to roughly 20.1 million units in the next five years, or an average of 320,000 units per year. Real estate developers often point to constant impediments in building the rights to build, in obtaining the rights to build apartments through government processes that can be influenced by local residents who have a not-in-my-backyard view. At the local level, not-in-my-backyard attitudes need to be educated as the facts of the new multifamily housing does not mean households of lower income will overwhelm the community. Almost half of all apartment renters are single persons, and the lack of available rental options only makes the lives of those working in their community harder with longer commutes, higher housing costs, and in some cases, migration of the people needed to make a community thrive. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with a new edition of Multifamily Market Watch. Be sure to check out our most recent HFO TV interviews. We have an interview with Dr. Michael Wilkerson of Eco Northwest as he gives an update on Portland's post-pandemic economy. HFO TV interviews are available on our website or our YouTube channel. You can always stay up to date on multifamily news throughout the week by visiting or subscribing to the Northwest Department Investor blog, available on our website. Thanks for listening and talk to you next week. Stay in the know with HFO. Listen to podcasts, read the latest news, or watch exclusive HFO TV interviews. Connect to our blog, podcasts, or video interviews directly from our website at hfore.com.